0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, prime time from the DraftKings Sportsbook studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business since 1983. A Bronco broadcast comes your way tomorrow, live from Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports gets you in on all the action in your DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, you know that the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com and that you know you can get satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs at Brimac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. So, A lot of transactions made at St. Thomas Sports Park today before Mike Vrabel met with the media. Uh, Practices will resume, of course, Wednesday, and they'll get back on track for Week 14 hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, before Mike Vrabel took the podium, there were some very important injury updates relating to this Titans team, some transactions that were made and some things that were Positive. The biggest, of course, being that Julio Jones, who remains on injured reserve as we sit here today, but along with Racy McMath and Dane Crookshank, all three of those players were designated to return to practice off of their injured reserve stint. So Julio Jones, Racy McMath, and Dane Crookshank—they're going to be evaluated throughout the course of this week. And then they will be either cleared this week for Jacksonville or they will wait and try and get them more up to speed and try to get their feet under them after spending some time away. And in the case of Racy McMath, a considerable amount of time at this point. But Julio Jones is the headliner, as has been the case. And this comes at a critical time, right? The Titans need all of their healthy parts or all of their parts, all of the playmaking parts to be more specific, as healthy as humanly possible as they make a push. And so to have Julio Jones back, any sign of life, really, from Julio Jones comes as a positive in this process. Now, along with those transactions, those three players designated to return, they signed Tuzar Skipper, the outside linebacker, to the practice squad. John Simon, another outside linebacker, was released yet again. And Austin Fort, who is a practice squad tight end, he's been on the practice squad reserve COVID-19 list, but he now is restored to the practice squad in good time. So, Julio Jones is trending positive and this even though he's not available to them just yet is a major boost for what they're trying to accomplish as a football team. We have no idea whether for the purposes of the Tennessee Titans Julio Jones is going to be healthy the rest of the year. We have no idea whether he's got one big Julio game left in him. We have no idea how this Julio experiment is going to go. It's simply unpredictable at this point. But I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take before you hear the latest from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. In the comments on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, which player, not named Derrick Henry, is most important for the Titans to get back on the roster, healthy and ready to go post Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch, which player, not named Derrick Henry, is most important for the Titans to get back in the fold. Give me your response, and we'll talk about it, of course, together, your Two Rivers Ford take, right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, where I'll be tomorrow, we'll do a Bronco broadcast at about, three o'clock and we'll talk about the Music City Bowl in Tennessee specifically. But Two Rivers Ford, I'm looking forward to going out there and to discussing a lot of new and exciting things that they have coming to you in the new year. And we know that with this year coming to an end, things have been crazy. Things have been more difficult to come by. Supply chain disruptions have been rampant, whether you're ordering furniture or in the case of Vehicles, it's been tougher to get new vehicle inventory in, but Two Rivers Ford is making sure that you experience no price hikes as a result of that, but simply putting customer service at the forefront. That's what Two Rivers Ford likes to do. They have the Built For You program, which means you can customize any Ford vehicle, any color, any available features and have the vehicle built specifically for you. And once it's done, once it's manufactured, Two Rivers Ford will deliver it right to your door. It's one of the many reasons why Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business, the best Ford dealership, certainly in the state of Tennessee. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, where I'll be tomorrow, or online at tworiversford.com. So, your Two Rivers Ford take. Who is it most important for the Titans to get back post by. Lane, uh, Eisenhagen has a good, a really good nomination and not the first one that I think a lot of people would jump to Lane says David long jr. And that of course, his absence has been felt for the past couple of weeks. He's been dealing with some injuries and they need him back as quickly as humanly possible because they've been without Rashawn Evans as well. But the most impactful of those injuries and remember that Monty rice is on injured reserve the most impactful of those injuries defensively, I honestly think has been David Long. I think that they have suffered quite a bit, uh, certainly in run defense and in coverage, frankly, without him available on the field. He, I mean, he was one of the best players for this defense and the defense has still played fairly well without him, but it could, it would make a, it would go a long way to have him back. And I appreciate everybody saying, Welcome back. If you didn't join us last night, it's very nice to see everybody. It's great to be back. And uh, and I know we're going to have a, a great finish to the football season together because um, I'm not taking any more vacation. I mean, I, hell, I may not take another vacation until uh, until after free agency and the draft are concerned. So we're we're in it for the long haul, baby, and it's great to have you guys back as well. And I very much appreciate the job that Luke Worsham did. I know you guys, I'm sure you guys treated him well. Uh, in my absence so for the Titans David Long Jr. would be a massive get back but I think the thing for me and we'll get to more of your comments shortly I think the thing for me that is most critical is they just so desperately need a playmaker on offense I mean it's been it's been there uh, it's been so difficult for them to manage and frankly I thought they did well in New England they found explosive plays. Their running game was as productive as we've seen it been, really, all year long, right? Even uh, pre-Derek Henry injury, I thought that the offense played as good a football game outside of the struggles in the passing game, of course. The running game was there, and it was doing it was doing things effectively until, of course, the fumbles. Ahmad says, uh, let me guess, Buck. AJ Brown is your answer. No, Ahmad, in fact, you would be incorrect. Because in the in the immediate, the person that they're closest to getting back, who's closest to be available to them, it's not Derrick Henry and it's not AJ Brown. It's not David Long and it's not Bud Dupree. The person that they're closest to getting back is Quintores Lopez Jones. The entire thought process behind putting Julio Jones on into reserve was you know what? Put him to the side, get the hamstring better, and just fix it. Just go away for three weeks and just fix it. And that basically is where the Titans are. They were able to stay in the mix, despite obviously no Derrick Henry, despite not having Julio Jones, two of their big guns, Henry coming back later in the season. Jones may end up being back this week. They want to get out there. They want to see him run. They want to make sure he's fully healed and healthy. Mike Vrabel, uh, as you might imagine, not quite into hypotheticals or what-ifs or whatever, wants to see him first before making any decision. But the fact that he is able to have his practice window open, the fact that he is able to get out there and show that he is healthy is a very good sign toward the Titans actually having a fully healthy and real... So that was Rappaport speaking today about the status of Derrick Henry, or or, excuse me, the status of Julio Jones and what the Titans thought process was in placing him on injured reserve earlier in the year. And so far, this is the strategy that they've had to adopt, right? This is something that we all felt them kind of trending towards when the hamstring continued to be a week-by-week proposition. And finally, with the bye week upcoming they just said you know what it's in it's the best possible case at this point to shut him down to let him get right to let him get as right as humanly possible we don't know how much more he's got left in the tank but damn it we're going to get as much as as we can out of him at this point and by shutting him down allowing him more time to recoup as far as i'm concerned julio jones is one of the most important pieces that they can get back because aj brown has been good in spurts, but he's also been hugely inconsistent. And I wrote about this at a to z sports.com. I'm going to give you some numbers on the impact that Julio Jones and frankly, AJ Brown have had or not had at various points in this season and how much of a difference that they can make, even just by the, the threat of their presence in this offense. I'll do that here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports. In your DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're a football fan, you know that you love action packed, high scoring NFL games. But with the latest no brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that. Simple. You can also get involved with same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSPORTS. That's A-T-O-Z SPORTS. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code a to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. So Julio Jones is the closest to being available. And by that, by that logic, I think it's important that they get him on the field as much as humanly possible. AJ has five drops already, says Tony N. I believe three on third down. Well, I don't know about, I don't have the third down numbers specifically, but I do have the drop numbers in front of me. And more specifically, uh, courtesy of Pro Football Focus, I have the number of drops for for each receiver that are specifically On the wide receiver, because what pro football focus does so well with the advanced metrics is they determine how many of the drops were on target passes that were simply dropped by the receiver. So Tony said that A.J. Brown has five. Uh, Tony, you are incorrect. A.J. Brown has seven, seven drops on the season, Uh, seven drops on the season that he is solely responsible for. Catchable passes, on-target passes that were dropped by the wide receiver, A.J. Brown. Now, Julio Jones is second on the team in catchable passes that were dropped, on-target passes dropped by the receiver. Julio, though, only has three to A.J. Seven. Uh, third, uh, Tied for third is Anthony Ferkser and Chester Rogers. And then you get into Dontrell Hillier, Josh Reynolds, Marcus Johnson, Jeff Swain, Jeremy McNichols, all only having one, but seven, seven. Think about that. Seven on-target passes dropped by AJ Brown, three by Julio Jones. But it is critical, absolutely critical, that they get both of these guys back on the field, if nothing else, for the threat of their presence, because the downfield passing game has not been, uh, has not been feasible. For them at this point. Their average depth of target, when you go through the guys that they're playing with right now, you go through the average depth of target. Uh Des Fitzpatrick, who is currently available to them, has an average depth of target of 14.9 yards, which means that he's getting open down the field or that they're targeting him on deeper passes, but he's only got eight targets on the season. As opposed to Julio, who's third on this list, Cam Batson. Uh, with fewer targets than uh, so, he's got what five targets to Des Fitzpatrick's eight because Cam Batson, of course, also ending the year with an injury. Julio Jones is third with 12.4 with an average depth of target of 12.4 yards, then AJ Brown. But what they've been working with is a massive drop off to Nick Westbrook, Akina at 9.9, Chester Rogers at 9.4. Michael Pruitt 7.9 and then Cody Hollister 5.8. They're they're paper cutting, they're trying to paper cut teams to death, death, and they cannot, they have not been even even threatening in the intermediate levels. It is truly, truly bad. Uh Rodney, uh Rodney Watson asks me the question: how is Golden Tate coming along? Well, here's what I'll say to you, Rodney, because Mike Vrabel was I, I thought complimentary of Golden Tate today, but I would say to you that it's hugely telling that he's been on the roster now for over a week, uh, almost, what, north of 10 days, I think, at this point, since the Titans put him on the practice squad. uh, Slew of transactions this morning, and none of them had to do with Golden Tate coming to the active roster. Now, it's entirely possible that Golden Tate ends up on the active roster before Sunday's game against the Jags, um, and that it just wasn't a part of the plan to bring him up Today and he may not be a 53-man roster spot like to the active roster. He may just be a practice squad elevation on game day, which is possible, allowing him to revert back to the practice squad after the game on Sunday if they were to call him up. But again, I tell you, it's it's hugely uh, it's hugely revealing that that he's been on the roster for this amount of time and that he's not, in their opinion, able to contribute enough to earn a roster spot at this juncture. He remains on the practice squad to this point. Uh, Brian Malone wants to know how many targets does AJ have? Uh, It's a good question, Brian. I'll bring up the targets for AJ Brown in relation to the seven drops. AJ Brown leads the team in targets by a wide margin, 76 targets. Uh, It's more than double the next player, the next closest player, 76 targets he's caught 46 passes for 615 yards. He has three touchdowns, but again, those seven drops on on-target catchable passes by AJ Brown by far and away the most by the Titans. Second, as far as targets are concerned, AJ Brown was 76, Westbrook aquina with 33 uh having played Westbrook aquina has played in more games than either Julio Jones or AJ Brown, which tells you everything you need to know about the status of the health of the wide receivers. With the Titans, uh, 76 for AJ, 33 for Westbrook Akina. Julio Jones is third or tied for third with Chester Rogers, 31 targets apiece. Um, but Chester has gotten 31 targets in 11 games. Julio Jones has gotten as many targets in six games. So it's been a slog for this wide receiver core. Again, all of that information courtesy of Pro Football Focus. Uh, I, I I signed up. I signed up for their uh, for their forty percent off Cyber Cyber Monday like post post Cyber Monday deal, and I got a great deal on the uh, on on the uh, on the advanced metrics for, for for Pro Football Focus. So I'll start incorporating more of that on social media and in the writing that I do at A to C Dwayne Holiday says, "What's up, Buck? Glad you're back. I'm I'm happy to be back, Dwayne. Thank you. I uh, I missed everybody. I hope." Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed some time away from me. I know that I can be a lot sometimes, but I'm happy to have everybody back and I'm certainly happy happy to be back. Uh, Let's move on and let's talk about a Derrick Henry update quickly because there wasn't a ton of Derrick Henry Henry information that was given to us by the head coach, but I'm going to tell you how the team is feeling about Derrick Henry in just a second. And then you'll hear from Mike Vrabel, not today, but last Monday, with a more informative update on Derek for you, we will discuss that here in just a second, and uh, and I will tell you, uh, I will actually, actually, I will ask you the question first and foremost: a scale of one to ten, how optimistic are you that Derek Henry will return at some point this season? Please let me know in the comment section, wherever it is that you are consuming us. On a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of optimism that Derrick Henry will return at some point? Give me your answer, and I'll tell you in the meantime about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. They can do commercial. They can do residential they can do duct work to improve your air quality. Brymac Mechanical, the best in the business and satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs at brymac.com. So, uh my a lot of questions Certainly coming out uh, or being, I'm receiving a lot of questions. I'm sure everybody in the Titans Media Corps is receiving a lot of questions about Derrick Henry and and where he is at any given point. And I understand because you want to know he's the best player. He's most of your favorite player, uh, most of your all's favorite player. And you want to know what's happening, even if there's nothing really happening other than the rehabilitation process. Uh, Casey James says his optimism level is at a 10 Andrew Frill says eight. Keelan Watson goes with a 10 on YouTube. Tony with an eight. Jameson, 10. Abdul says a four, which is less optimistic, but, you know, maybe maybe reasonable. Abdul's just trying to keep his expectations relative rather than get his hopes up. Now, what I'll tell you about this is that we asked Mike Vrabel a week ago today about Derrick Henry. Now, we asked Mike about Derrick Henry today, and what Mike said was, yeah, he's not going to be out there today, is all I can tell you at this point. But, uh, you know, I think he's doing well, was basically the response. So instead, I'll let Mike will give you a more informative answer, like he did last week. There's not been a lot of progress since then, but any time that Derrick Henry can use to get right, certainly over the bye week where everybody's trying to get right, um, is critical to the process of potentially getting Derrick Henry back. And I'll tell you about that potential momentarily. Indicated that Derrick would be back around the guys as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. H- has he been? Mm-hmm. W- what's, where is he in terms of, of being around and, and participating with things? Uh, he's on a, an injured reserve program. So he comes in after, you know, there's a lot of guys. We only have so many tables. or only have so much room in there. And so, you know, those guys are spaced out after you know when the team meeting starts. Those guys usually come in and start their treatment, uh, and then guys you know filter through as we you know have breaks. And so, you know, I don't see much of a reason to have those guys uh, in meetings right now. Um, that that don't have a you know usually about a week out we try to put them or what we think may be a week out we start to put them in meetings, based on each and every player. But he's around. He's around the guys. I see him in, in the training room and you know, working hard to to do everything he can to get back. So that's the latest on Derek. And if you're asking me for a scale of one to 10, let me say this on the front end before we get into my number. They, Mike Vrabel's never going to be, never going to give you what you want as far as injuries are concerned. Mike's just, he's not interested in doing that. There will be no timetables. There will be no, there will be no substantial updates on you know physical recovery. I mean, I don't think Mike has even ever acknowledged the fact that Derek broke a bone in his foot. Although I do remember after uh, he was lost for the for the foreseeable future against Indianapolis when they placed him on IR, Mike did tell us that he had uh, that he was scheduled to have surgery um, the next day. All of that to say that you know I talked to a, I talked to as many people as humanly possible around that organization right and both in doing that and in talking to people who have sustained that kind of an injury as former NFL players and kind of keeping an eye on DeMarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys who is coming back from the same injury now I'll be at a different position but has come back from the same injury that Derrick Henry has a jones fracture i they are optimistic in the building that Derrick Henry will be available to them at some point this season. Now I can't tell you exactly when that will be. Uh, I don't know that anybody can honestly tell you or give you an honest assessment about when exactly that might be. But I would say to you that my confidence level in Derrick Henry returning at some point this season, uh, you know, I, I, Adam Schefter is a hugely credible reporter and is better at his job than I may ever be. But I do think that Schefter was premature in saying that he would be done for the year because right now it is trending towards Derrick Henry, returning at some point. And if you're asking me for my level of optimism, I would say to you as we sit here on Monday, December the sixth, I would say to you, an eight. This is something for Derrick Henry that I think is going to be completely, completely feasible. And I'm I don't know why. I, I don't know who Adam Schefter was talking to. It's you know he's not going to divulge his sources, nor should he. And again, Adam is hugely credible, even if you don't like the news that he's reporting. But it does not hold up at this point, given all the information that we have at our disposal and what is being discussed in the building. It's not. It's not a fair assessment. It is not at this point an accurate assessment to say that they think he's done for the year. They think that Derrick Henry will be able to return to form in some form or fashion, but they will not give you a timeline regarding that. And so this is where we are in kind of the crossroads for things. So continue to monitor it. I'll try and update you with as much information as I have. Our friend Diana Rossini is going to be on uh, my radio show uh, on Thursday, and we'll talk about Derrick Henry for certain about this at this point. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Diana, and I'll 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 let her know this before, so I don't you know I'm not trying to play gotcha uh, on Diana, who's a colleague of of Adam Schefter at ESPN. But I I want to because Diana's close to this reporting too. Uh, Diana does a great job covering the Titans, and so I'm I'm gonna be curious to ask her. You know, understanding that Schefter's reporting is his own, and that Diana's not there to answer for Schefter, does Diana feel like? Things are trending towards Derrick Henry being done for the year because this is not, it does not seem to be the most accurate assessment of the situation at this point. Schefter getting out there first with season over seems premature. Um, Orlando Jones says If anybody read the piece Teron did on Air 8, the trainer, most of these guys, I have faith 22 will be back at full strength. Yeah, I actually know Adam Bobo. who owns Air 8 Nashville. And it's a, it's a really interesting, uh, article that Teron wrote because I, I, TD and I were talking about this for some reason. And I'm glad that he decided to, uh, I'm glad that he decided, in fact, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit that I didn't do it because I know Adam Bobo. And I know that a lot of these guys, hell, I, uh, I myself signed up for, or, uh, or, um, before vacation was looking at signing up for, a uh, an air 8, uh Nashville membership because not that I'm not that I'm uh, any kind of professional athlete, of course, but my body uh, very much requires <laughs> uh, a lot of extra help after workouts. And I don't know why it's my, I've got a, I've got issues with my knee and my back that are driving me crazy. And the work that Bobo does is phenomenal. So, but yes, a lot of these guys across many different NFL teams, right? Rob Gronkowski, Harold Landry, Taylor Lewan. A lot of, I mean, there's NHL players, Adrian Peterson, while he was here. Now, maybe it didn't do Adrian Peterson all the good in the world, but still, it's uh, Bobo does a great job with these guys. Um, and so, uh, you know, between that and the recovery that he's undergoing in the Titans facility, things seem to be progressing as best as humanly possible at this point. I would tell you that uh, that this is something for the Titans that is... A positive development. Um, I let's wrap things up and let's talk about as we get about halfway through the third quarter of this Bills Patriots game, eleven to seven. Oof! I hope uh, all of you bet the under. I bet the Patriots plus three. Even though I know Titans fans don't want that result for my financial well-being, I didn't. I didn't place a ton of money on it. I only put like twenty bucks on it, but still, I uh, I, I was shocked to see the Patriots as a as a, uh, underdog in this game and they shouldn't be, but Josh Allen and the bills are driving right now. So we'll see how things go. Uh, the question that I want to ask you to wrap up the show is this what percentage chance do you give the bills of beating the Patriots tonight? So we're under nine minutes to play in the third quarter as the primetime show. If you're watching the primetime show live, I know a lot of you uh, catch this via the podcast or watch it via replay after the fact. But what percentage chance do you give the Bills to beat the Patriots tonight? Let me know in the comment section. Uh, looks like they had a shot to digs in the end zone. Josh Allen looks like he's frustrated. I can't. I haven't seen the replay yet. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, looks like he may have missed him an out and up route. Digs in the end zone. Oh, he had him wide. Of, oh, what happened there? Did he just drop it? What a, that, he, I just, it looks like he didn't see the ball. That's a touchdown. I think that's on digs. I don't think Josh Allen could have thrown that ball much better. My God, they're not going to win the, against the Patriots missing uh, wide open touchdown passes like that from, what, 45 yards out? Good God, that was really, really bad. That's a nice throw um, by Josh Allen. Anyway, what percentage chance? Let me know. And while you guys do that, I'll tell you about our friends at The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, and of me on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Gary Ashton is the best in the business for a great many reasons. But most importantly, because they will work, he, uh, the, uh, the Ashton team, Gary and the Ashton team will work to make sure that you find the best place for your budget and for your family's needs. Gary Ashton will give you the best intel to win the buyer battle in Middle Tennessee because it is a battle if you are trying to purchase real estate in Nashville. You understand this. But also, if you're trying to maximize your profits and sell your home for more because it is a seller's market, and if you want to get involved with this, the Ashton team is the place to go because they will put you in the best possible position to succeed with the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, what percentage chance do you give the Bills of winning tonight? Steven uh, Kim Sheridan says 65%. Mac Jones can't play in the cold, it looks like. So, 65 for Carl. 65 to 70 says Anthony uh, El Mono, I think, forgive me if I mispronounce it, is going with a toss up, a coin flip at 50%. Uh, 58% for Eddie Cardona. Stephon Diggs dropping that ball puts them in a much more difficult position, but it looks like there has just been a flag against the Patriots on a Josh Allen play, maybe unnecessary roughness uh, on the quarterback. Uh, it looks like that might be the case, 15-yard penalty. So the Bills are being set up in scoring position. It will be important because, remember, the Patriots are up 11-7 right now. They, they got a touchdown. They went for two. They got the two. And then tacked on a field goal, so they're sitting here at the twenty right now. Um, three wide receivers to the left, and a running back to Josh Allen's left as well. There's just a uh, there was a handoff just now, and the Patriots snuffed that out in short order. I would say to you that I am—I mean, not just because I am financially invested in the Patriots winning tonight, but I just—I don't bet against Bill Belichick, and especially in AFC East games. I think that the Patriots are going to end up winning this game, and that's not a good thing for the Titans. In fact, you know, as a three-point underdog, I'm certainly invested in the Patriots um, winning this game tonight or at least covering the spread. But the Titans, of course, want the Patriots to lose so that they can reclaim their top spot in the AFC. It's been a great bye week for the Titans. They didn't have to play a football game, and just because the Ravens lost – Uh, they were able to advance from the three seed to the two seed and the Raiders losing helps their cause. They would have loved to see a Denver win over Kansas City, but did not achieve that result. And the Bengals losing to the Chargers helps things as well. Uh, Keelan says, Buck, let's spend the rest of the show watching the game together. You want me to do some play-by-play? I've never done play-by-play in my life. I don't think I'd be very good at it. I don't think I could be a a broadcaster in the booth. My attention span is way too short for any of this, and I would botch it right now, especially with that's a weird personnel grouping, looks like from Buffalo. I don't necessarily know how I would have described that, but uh, Josh Allen is incomplete on third and seven, so they are going to, it looks like, kick the field goal. I might, I mean, I don't know that I would Go for it. Are they staying on the – no, they're not staying on the field. They're going to kick the field goal, even though the wind – the conditions in Buffalo are quite poor at this point. At least the rain has stopped, so they will attempt a field goal at this point to try and make it a one-point game, trailing by one if they do make the field goal. Fourth and seven is what they're looking at right now. Now, this kicker is 15 for 15. If you're looking at the stats on ESPN, it's a 35-yard attempt for the buffalo kicker and we watched to see if it's good. Oh, he just barely squeaked it in there. 11 to 10. Third quarter, 6:35 remaining at this point on Monday Night Football. That's my best play-by-play impression and we'll leave it at that. Um so I don't I don't think they're out of it. I think the Patriots will end up winning it, but Mac Jones doesn't look very good right now. The defense, though, is playing well, and the the bad conditions favor the offense because, of course, the offense knows where they're going with the football. Um, but I think it's sloppy for both teams at this point, and certainly that digs drop touchdown pass is not going to help things. Uh, not going to help morale at this stage. Casey James says Buck is ruining the game for me. I'm delayed. Oh, well, you know, I have. I'm I'm like the only person my age that has a cable package. Right. And I, if you watch Bussin with the boys or listen to Bussin' with the boys, you know that my cable package is a tax write-off. So <laughs> it's the only reason I have a, a full-on cable package, like I'm uh, like I'm, you know, basically my parents' age. Anyway, I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them a forty-five percent chance to beat the Patriots tonight. Again, not just because I bet on the Patriots, but because I believe the Patriots to be a superior team at this point and a better coached team. At this point, Stephen says, Buck, you look more tired since your vacation. Well, Stephen, because my vacation was not a vacation. My vacation was uh, my vacation was um, 42 hours of flying for two days spent in Egypt. It was uh, it was to visit family that I'm probably not going to see again for a long, long time. Um, And so. Uh, yeah, if I look exhausted, it's because my vacation my vacation wasn't time off my vacation. It was well spent and I'm glad that I went um, because it's been some time since I've been over to Egypt. but yeah 40, 42 hours of plane travel total there and back is uh, not an ideal situation. Anyway, uh, great to be back, regardless of how t- tired I look. Thank you for that's just a polite it's a more polite way. Uh, for Stephen King, not that Stephen King, but Stephen King on YouTube telling me that I look like shit, but it's okay. I appreciate that, Stephen, because I'm happy to be back with you guys regardless. Okay. We will, uh, we will wrap things up for the evening. We will be back at it tomorrow, uh, earlier tomorrow, 8 p.m. Central time. We wanted to wait till halftime to get as many of you as humanly possible. And we thank you for hanging out with us, of course. We will uh, be back on the radio show tomorrow. Mike Golick Jr. is going to be a part of the show. We are going to have uh, winners and losers of the football weekend. We're going to have Will Compton on Wednesday. We're going to have Diana Russini on Thursday. We're going to have a Titans player on Thursday as well. So make sure that you're listening to the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Or if you are not available during those hours, that's okay. We have a podcast that you can check out in the uh, in the comments section or in your favorite podcast app oh keelan says i'm watching in the mother and child unit just had a baby boy last night many congratulations to keelan i hope that mom and uh and the baby boy are resting well and are healthy and that everything went as smoothly as humanly possible i've never i I don't have children i have no idea what that experience is like i imagine it to be hugely stressful um so i'm i'm hoping that everything went well for you keelan and we're very happy that you shared that news with us tonight congratulations to you and to your fam to your new family to your growing family um, that's really really cool to see you guys enjoy the rest of your night we will talk to you on the radio show tomorrow or on Tuesday night on a to Z Sports